Okay, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Wa la aqibatu la mutaqeen. Wa la izvana illa ala al-zalimeen. Wa salawatu allahi wa salamuhu ala ashraf al-anbiya'i wa al-mursaleen. Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Allahumma la sahla illa ma ja'altahu sahla. Wa anta tajlul hazna idha shi'la sahla. Allahumma a'inna ala dhikrika wa shukrika wa husna ibadatika ya Rabbil Kareem. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Right, so folks. So, um... First of all, I guess we start with my review of Nigeria. So, are there any Nigerians around? Do we think there's any Nigerians listening? Hakim, Hakim, I'm going to give Hakim beats. At all. Nothing. And I realize, you know what, he probably can't speak any house or anything. You know that. <laughs> I think he's a full out. Yeah, and he's going, I'm telling you, you tell him, Lala, you tell him. You tell him. Anyway, he did warn me though that Abuja is a bit lifeless. Abuja is the capital. It's a new capital, meaning 30 years on. Yani. It's like basically it's like our Milton Keynes. Huh? Have they not discovered ovens? You know what it is? Don't hate. Alaikum salam. So. Nigeria, basically, basically Nigerians, yeah, if you know Nigerians, obviously, you know, you, you grow up with them, whatever, then they're just, you're like your normal guys, whatever. When you go to Nigerians, basically, they're black packies. <laughs> that's it. They're just us, but black, that's it. No more, no, no difference. They, you know, they're black like us. They're nice like us. They're, yani, fraud like us. Everything. It's like, it's like normal people, best. Like us, it's the same. You've got good packies, bad packies, yeah, and you've got those, you've got criminal ones, you've got really, really rich ones, and you've got really, really poor ones. The majority are poor, the rich are few, and when they're rich, they're super, super rich. Yeah, and then like packs, like, same thing, like that's it. The big difference that I saw between Pakistan and Nigeria, or the people, and was so disappointing is that it's a country which has given up on itself. That's the really disappointing part. It's a country that imports everything. It buys everything. No exporting. You know, the only thing they export is uh, oil, which it buys back for itself. I want you to imagine that. That's how flipping lazy they are. And then a custom. They're super laid back. You know, when you think of your, uh, your stereotypical Nigerian, really chilled kind of guy, you know what I mean? Yeah? All the men, women, they all just chill out. Yeah? That's exactly the truth, by the way. Lala, Asalaamu Alaikum. I've given up complaining. I say I don't care anymore. Yeah, no, no, forget it. Change your policy. Change your policy. Let the people eat. I get changed. I'm still a rock. I'm still a rock, obviously. You know what I mean? And a rock doesn't always have to be jagged edges. It can allow itself to be smoothed over sometimes. Not all the way pebble like because that's nothing in it. I mean, a pebble is just a waste of time, it's just water. Too many people that have trodden over it, smoothed it down. That I agree with. That, you know, a pebble is something that's been trod over so many times. That part I agree. I'm walked over every week. Like, everybody just walks all over me. Like, no one listens to me, no one cares about me. Everybody accuses me of everything. And at home, without a shadow of a doubt, at home. Baji's definitely here, bro, be careful. You know what I mean? I'm not saying Baji's doing the walking. But obviously when you get, when you're trampled, you can't see who's doing the individual 
You know what I'm saying? I'm trampled every day. So, is there a pair of feet that might belong to Burji? I'm sure there's an argument there. Possibly. Possibly. But I don't think she's got the only size 11s there. You know what I mean? We've got other thugs there around as well. You know what I mean? Look at that, look at that thing there, the size of him. Look at him. And we've got this one. 13s. Yahya's is like about a 13 or a 12 or something. You know what I mean? And holidays. Holidays. Trampling time. Yeah, chief trampler's there, two of them there as well. So, yeah, I'm a rock with kind of smoothed over edges that have become basically eroded. Eroded like a PK rock. Exactly that. Eroded and weathered. No, 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 not, 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 not messy rock. I wish it was a messy rock. I wish it was a messy rock. Bro, Messi is in Chris Smalling's pocket right now. Obviously, sometimes he falls out. Sometimes he falls out, but he's still a rock. No, 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 just don't depress me, man. Don't, be, don't depress me. I can't believe there are people who have not come because they're watching the game. Why would you do that? <laughs> excellent, excellent. Right, so what was you saying then? You know what's amazing? I'll tell you what's amazing is that these uh, uh, benches, they're used by kids, you know, who are normally getting beats yani, in Quran lesson. Isn't it, yeah? So it's interesting to read the messages that are on the benches. There's, here's a cry for help from this kid right here. He's written, he's run a picture of a snowman and he's written next to it, my name is Sven. That's, it, that's all he's done. That guy is, is a cry for help. Dr. Sab, can you break this one down for us? My name, you need more questions, no answers than that. Anyway, so, you know, I love talking about other things, you know that. And I love it that it irritates people as well. I think that's the worst part. But anyway, what I was saying, Nigerians, is that um, the, the problem is the problem is is that you get so irritated by the country, but the people are just too nice, too chilled, too much, and amazing. You know what I'm saying? But the country it exports nothing, even its oil, it actually buys back. It buys back the exported, purified, refined version, and the only actual item that it exports and doesn't come back is cashews. Cashew nuts, a country the size of flipping Nigeria. 200 million people, by the way. They're basically, basically black Pakistan. Mm. We're 200 people. They're 200 people. Huh? Do they? No, no, no. No, no, no. Get out of town. And uh, as a cuisine, I mean, they make up for it in their, in their, in their, you know, in their Josh and in their, in their people. By the way, they, I, I told you this before. They are flipping big people, by the way. As in, they are big. They're men and women. They're massive. It's like, they're, they are units. They are units. That's, that's the impressive part. You walk around and you feel like, you know, mashallah. You know what I mean? If things were going to kick off, then you know what I mean? I, I think I read somewhere, I think it was Nigeria, they were, they were ordering pizza from London and buying it by plane. What do you have to go there for? <laughs> what do you, why do you have to badname all the Nigerians for like that? It was on the BBC. Yeah, you want it. Why do you have to bring BBC into it for? So... And they don't have much of a cuisine. If you're a, a pack and you go there, you're going to be disappointed, like big time. And, you know, it's, it's it, you know. But other than that, they're super nice people, custom. And it's modern. It's got lots of their modern things and whatever, whatnot. I just got upset about the exporting thing. I really did, you know, such a country, so much potential. And they're flipping, they're not, they're not they've got nothing, Yanni. They're just buying everything. So when that oil runs out, there's no preparation for solar, no preparation for new renewable. And I was having this big debate with this oil executive. A lot of them are, are hired by the oil companies. 
right? So, you know, there's a lot of kind of, you know, proper upper middle class folks who are into that thing. And discussing and debating energy concepts was interesting. But other than that, it was a nice, uh, nice trip, alhamdulillah. Good students of knowledge. That's the part I was concerned with. Good scholars as well. So, alhamdulillah. Right, okay, what's happening here then? Anything interesting here? Nope. All right. Is there a question there? Naveed is asking, what do you make of books like the Al Khairat? Oh, this is good. Okay, because today we're going to be covering salawat, okay? Or the salah of a Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa Um So maybe, maybe Naveed, if you just copy and paste your question towards the end, I think it'd be more relevant then. All right, let's read uh, the, some translation and this and that. Well, let's read some Arabic. Yeah. What are you hating for, Shaz? What are you hating for? You keep on going, mm-hmm. You see that? And then, mm-hmm. No need for that, mm-hmm. is it? Cheeky. Right. So, ثم يقول اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم كما صليت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد ويستعيد من عذاب جهنم وعذاب القبر وفتنة المحيا والممات وفتنة المسيح الدجال ويدعو بما ورد. So then he says this is after the تشهد الأول and if you remember the whole ending of last week or the, the, the point of by the way do you know why this is a special lesson today we have a very special guest special guest mashallah Naim has joined us yani, from Luton that's no joke by the way Luton well London yours the same thing Milton Keynes need Luton down south whatever it's all rubbish yeah <laughs> but, <laughs> so, but he's joined us and Naim obviously you have no idea and you're not in shock and you should be going <gasps> But none of you did, which is very disappointing. So let me explain to you the name. Huh? <laughs> What's that? The old Apple users. That's 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 the reason, bro. That's the truth. <laughs> name is the one who's developed the LP app. And if you use that app, then you know it's a sick app. It's a sick app. It brings up the dars, you can cast it, it gives you the, uh, reminders on your phone, how to find the notes, the lessons coming up, yevo, sick app. But Ashazad Yani sadly has confirmed, most of the people up north Yani, you know, that know, obviously got their head screwed on, they're on Apple, isn't it? And, uh, <laughs> and currently the app is only available on Android, but it's going to be on Apple soon, inshallah. All right? But that's name. Know your men, folks. Know your men. All right? So, to the text, then he says, Allahumma salli ala Muhammad. So, oh Allah, send your salah upon Muhammad and upon the followers of Muhammad as you have done to the followers of Ibrahim and indeed you are the praised and the glorified. And send your blessings upon Muhammad and upon the followers of Muhammad like you have sent your blessings upon the followers of, of Ibrahim and you are the praised, the glorified. And then he seeks refuge from the punishment of hell and the punishment of the grave and the punishment of life and the punishment of death and the punishment of the false messiah and then he makes supplication with that which is narrated with that which is narrated so those that's the text of our imam rahimahullah ta'ala that's the translation of what he has said as well. Today we're going to break that down and see whether that fits, whether the translation is right or not, because we need to some d- discuss that too. Whether his points are correct as well. For example, that last one, he makes dua with that which is narrated. That needs to be put into question too, etc., etc., etc. All right? Let's break it down then. So he says, Allahumma salli. 
Sheikh says at the bottom of page 162 in Al-Mumti' He says, Allahumma is short for what folks? Arabic Ya Allah Oh Allah, okay? Ya Allah What happens is the Ya is deleted When you say Allahumma The Ya is deleted and it's replaced with a Meem It makes it flow So Ya Allah it changed to Allahumma, okay? And the meme is almost like a letter of convenience that allows it to kind of يعني, flow as well as an indication to the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All right? Um, yeah. I don't think we need to talk more about that. The rest is yani, some kind of Arabic nahw, uh, which is... So Allahumma is effectively another name for Ya Allah. Salli ala Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. A reminder on the issue of the word Muhammad. All right? The word Muhammad, of course, means the one who is eternally praised. And indeed he will be sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The famous hadith of the Prophet ﷺ in which um, he responded to the dua of Jibreel and said, Ameen, for those people who will be at a loss if they do not send salawat upon the Prophet ﷺ when his name is mentioned. So that means that every time I say Muhammad, it is obligatory upon us to say Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The question is, is that does that apply when you know that the name is going to be repeated many times and or does it apply when you are studying? Now in basic, in basic summary, when you are studying anything, the normal rules don't apply. So for example, when you are coming across an ayah of sajda, yeah, it would be madness, right? When you're trying to memorize that verse a hundred times and you're making a hundred sajdas every time you recite it. One sajda covers the lot. Likewise, when you're studying something, like if we were talking about the name, I'm breaking it down, Muhammad this, Muhammad that, Muhammad this, Muhammad that. You are not required to keep sending salawat upon the Prophet ﷺ. If you did, it's in your good merit and in your credit. And it's a nice habit to be having that under the tongue. But to make a point of it and to feel yeah, any importance over it, then that is only required once. Is that clear, everybody? Yeah? So that's the first yeah, any clear, uh, 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 point to, just to clear up. Salli ala Muhammad. Oh Allah, send your salah upon Muhammad. It said... That the salah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is rahmah. That when you ask Allah to send salah, it means mercy. When you ask the angels to send salah, okay, then it means al-istighfar. Okay, this is a statement of the scholars. That when you, send, when you ask Allah to send his salah, this means Allah sending his mercy. When you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when you ask the angels to send salah, this means that they will ask Allah for your forgiveness. So if you are asking the salah or for the salah of the angels, they give back to you that will seek forgiveness for you from Allah. You get that? Yep. And when you are asking humans, what is salah? Anybody? What's left? Dua. Correct. It's dua. So salah from the people, yani when you're asking them for salah, then you're asking for everything. All right? So as Shaykh Uthameen says, فَإِذَا قِيلَ صَلَّتْ عَلَيْهِ الْمَلَائِكَةِ That the angels sent peace upon him, it means that they sought forgiveness for him. وَإِذَا قِيلَ صَلَّ عَلَيْهِ الْخَطِيبِ صَلَّ عَلَيْهِ الْخَطِيبِ 
So if the khatib made salah for them, what does it mean? Who's a khatib? Who's khatib, folks? The guy who does the, the khutbah. Yeah, he's a man. So therefore, what did he do? He made dua for them. And if it is said, Sallallahu alayhi Allah, that Allah did salah upon them, then what does it mean? What does it mean? Huh? What did it actually mean? He sent his mercy. I, I wanted you to articulate it because you're not saying it correct. Like, what does mercy mean? He's the one who gives it. So, he sent mercy. Yes, in every other one, there's still a request required, right? So, the salah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is very powerful. There's nothing to request. It comes directly from him. Whereas, if you ask the angels, they have to seek it from Allah. If you ask the people, they have to ask it from Allah. You get the point. So, the salah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is straight out mercy. And this is well known from the scholars, what I just said. All right, the scholars yani, have discussed that and they are very comfortable with that. But Sheikh Uthameen says, but this is not the correct position. In fact, the correct position is opposite to that. In actual fact, he says that salah is much more specific than, or more particular than rahmah. It's more specific than rahmah. That is why it has been agreed upon that it is permissible to ask for rahmah for every single believer. But they differed over هَلْ يُصَلَّ عَلَيْهِ غَيْرَ الْأَنْبِيَاءِ But they differed over, is it allowed to say, so for example, uh, is, it, uh, is it allowed to ask for salah of Allah upon human beings normally? Normal humans other than the prophets. So, you know when you say Ibrahim, people say alayhi salam. Or you say Isa alayhi salam. Or you say Nuh alayhi salam. Yeah? And actually people say that, but really it should be alayhi salatu was salam. Salah is the complete part. Salam is the peace part. Salah is the blessings part. The word that we, yeah, I'm talking about from a translation. If we were just to use the translations, yeah? When we say Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Let's break that down, just making sure that you don't know, in case you don't know. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. There's five words there. There's salla, allahu alayhi wa sallama. Alright? So there are five words. Salla, Allah subhanahu, someone sent salah. Allahu, it was Allah who did that. Ali, upon him, wa and Salama. Peace was also sent as well. Okay? So, so the peace and X of Allah was sent upon him or be upon him. And in English, you normally translate that as blessings, isn't it? You've seen that, right? So it's peace and blessings. The salam is peace. But salah, the salah of Allah, that's the one that people have a problem with. And rightly so, because the scholars have traditionally differed over it. So let alone the guys who can translate it. And he's only translating something which they agree upon. If they disagree upon this Arabic meaning, you can see they're going to struggle, struggle in the English, right? So um, the blessings part is a general word. And to be honest, I like it. I like the word blessings. It covers and it's just convenient and simple. But if we now take it back and think about what we say for prophets, we say this whole formula for the Prophet but for the prophets themselves, the rest of them, people only normally say alayhi salam. Right? They just say upon him be peace. And actually it should be alayhi salatu was salam. It should be 
peace and blessings of Allah be upon him. That's a given. But do we say, for example, Imam al-Bukhari, alayhi salatu wasalam. Did you hear, for example, Abu Bakr, alayhi salatu wasalam. You get what I'm trying to say? Even subhanAllah, some of the scholars, they don't allow, not necessarily don't allow, but they say it's bid'ah to say Maryam, alayhi salam. Maryam, alayhi salam. Now you hear that phrase, don't you? Alayha, because it's a female. All right, not alayhi salam, he is for the male. Ha, because she's female. Alayha salam. And they said because she's not a prophet, and that's correct. But she's the only female that we have out there, which is not from the female companions, yet is the best as it gets. So the scholars generally kind of allowed it. But even then, I have to tell you, there's no evidence direct for it. It is closer to bid'ah than it is to sunnah. Never did the Prophet ﷺ call her Maryam salam. The prophets, though, have been referred to in that stage. So as I said, there's a discussion. So you can see that it's not right to think. Now you can see what Shaykh Uthameen is saying. He goes, it's wrong to consider rahmah and salah to be the same thing. You know, when we say the salah of Allah, when it comes from him, it means he had mercy. Would that be incorrect to say that? Because as we just said, they're, 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 they're two different things. Rahmah, no one differed over it. If you said, for example, Man Bukhari, rahimahullah, you know that's what we expect to say. But if we heard Abu Bakr as-Siddiq and we're expecting radiyallahu anhu, yeah, wa arda, that's because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, radiyallahu anhum wa radu an. Allah is pleased with them and they're pleased with him. We just follow what Allah has said. But if you said Abu Bakr, rahimahullah, all right, that would be something permissible. If you said Muhammad, Allah yarhamu, that would be permissible. It'd be weird because you haven't done enough. But let's just say you said Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa rahimah wa ghafara and you added further phrases, you would kind of be adding extra concepts. Yani have mercy upon him. Have... So I'm saying there's no discussion upon mercy. That's a given for all the believers, not a problem. But salah, not. And therefore, that's an evidence that to do, they're two different things. If they're two different things, then we shouldn't translate the Salah of Allah as mercy. Get Shaykh Rathamin's point? Now then he says, then he goes, also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, أُولَئَكَ عَلَيْهِمْ صَلَوَاتٌ مِنْ رَبِّهِمْ وَرَحْمَةٌ Surah 157, Baqarah. And upon them is the salawat of their Rabbihim, of their Lord, and His mercy. The word and, Yani is an indication of separation and difference. When you study Arabic, the, the word and isn't just a joining word, but an indicator that the two things are different. Otherwise, it would not need an and. Does that make sense? Yeah? It, but by giving an and, they're two separate concepts. So it's clear from what the scholars have proved and from the ayah of the Quran and the Arabic language that rahma is not equal to salah. Therefore, the best that can be said that is the definition of, of salah was something that was mentioned by Abu Al-Aliya, Abu Al-Aliya, one of the tabi'een, rahimahullah. He said that the salah of Allah upon his prophets is thana'uhu alayhi fil mala'i al-a'la. Thana'uhu alayhi fil mala'i al-a'la. The praise of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the highest of audiences. The mala' is a gathering. Al-a'la, the highest. And thana' means praise. So it's the praise of Allah and the boasting of Allah. And did you see who that is? That's my servant, my, my blessed servant, my chosen servant. You see his actions. Yani Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala praising 
and to who? Not to just the people who are on earth who mean nothing, but the very, very best. And the only the very best are going to be around Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the highest of audiences. These are the important angels, the leaders of the angels, etc. etc. And so that is what the salah means. فَمَعْنَا اللَّهُمَّ صَلِّ عَلَيْهِ أَيْ أَثْنِ عَلَيْهِ يَا رَبْ فِي الْمَلَئِ الْأَعْلَى عِنْدَ الْمَلَائِكَةِ الْمُقَرَّبُونَ or الْمُقَرَّبِينَ Okay, so that, so that basically, in summary, whenever we say Allahumma salli ala Muhammad, we basically mean, Ya Allah, praise your slave Muhammad amongst the best angels that are with you. That's basically what it means every time you're saying. So now you know, every time you say sallallahu alayhi wasallam, you're saying, Oh Allah, praise him amongst your, your company and send peace upon him. And we've already spoken about that peace. We said that the peace is in the dunya for those who are alive, to give them peace. And the peace is upon them in their death when we want there to be peaceful scenario in their barzakh, in their qabr, in their akhirah. Yeah, in actual fact, as we said, that the real concept of peace was for the post-life, rest in peace. You know that whole concept? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, something which uh, someone says is that, uh, uh, that uh, that's fine. But what if someone says that the lafz itself, the word itself is far from that? Yani because the word salah does have in the original Arabic meaning, it means dua. And those who have done fiqh salah with me, you know I break down the word salah into a number of different definitions. And there's no doubt about it that one of them is dua. So you're not asking for dua, you're asking for something, you're, you're saying praise, which is actually the opposite. Praising yani someone and asking desperately from someone, two different meanings, right? And Sheikh says, no, actually salah does have a link in the language to sila. And the sila is a connection. Okay? وَلَا شَكَّ أَنَّ الثَّنَاءَ عَلَى الرَّسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهِ عَلَى سَلَمْ فِي الْمَلَئِ الْأَعْلَى مِنْ أَعْظَمَ الصِّلَاتِ يعني sila means a, a, a link. A link. And there's no doubt that if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends يعني, a, a praise upon someone in his highest and closest advisors and people and you know his gathering, then there's no doubt about it that that's because of a special link. It's that special friendship. It's that special yani, connection. So there is an actual link. So therefore, there's no doubt about that. Um, then we say, Allahumma salli ala Muhammad. Why didn't Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not say ala nabi or ala nabiyyika Muhammad? Why only just the word Muhammad? Why not upon your prophet or upon your prophet Muhammad, but just straight out Muhammad? الجواب أن هذا من باب الخبر والخبر أوسع من الطلب. يعني not a very clear answer, but basically because this is not a uh, this is information. This is purely information and not يعني for any other reason that you are calling that person or making it known to that person. It's just because of information and for information purposes, Muhammad is absolutely fine. وعلى آل محمد and upon the آل of Muhammad. Now normally we understand that to mean what? The family. That's how we're taught. That's how we see it in translation. The family of Muhammad. Okay? Um, and there are scholars that differ on this. So some said the family. Said they said, they said that some, some they said, إِنَّهُمْ أَتْبَعِهِ عَلَىٰ دِينِهِ Those who are followers of his from his religion. That's important because he had followers also from not his religion. Alright? So they followed him, but they didn't obviously follow him completely because they didn't convert. But then you got those, alaykum then you got those yani, who follow him from the religion. Okay? Um, and, لِأَنَّ الْآلَ الشَّخْصِ كُلَّ مَنْ يَتَمَنْ 
ينتمي إلى الشخص سواء بالنسب أو حمية أو معاهدة أو موالاة أو الاتباع يعني كما قال الله تعالى ويوم تقوم الساعة أدخل آل فرعون أشد العذاب okay. آل means those people who are close to who have a reason to follow someone either because of family because they are or they, or they feel that they've got something in common or that they are actually someone who are adopted or they are people who are not adopted but um, are brought in because of loyalty what do you call those people? In English, when you kind of like, uh, it's almost like adopt, isn't it? When you see someone that's so loyal to you that you just consider them now to be part of family. It's not, it's not a thing that happens, but I'm saying what would you describe it as if that happened? In Sharia, it happens. It happens, the, uh, the mawla, okay? But it happens through technical contracts. It happens yeah, to a slave. Mostly happens to a slave who you free. And because of freeing that slave, there still continues to be some kind of connection. That connection is a blood protection connection, meaning if he has problems, then your tribe will defend that person. And also after you pass away, if there's no one who inherits your wealth, then they will inherit your wealth. That's the value of being a mola. So they almost become like a family member without being a family member. Now, uh, what is the, what's the, what would you describe that process? Kinship. Well, kinship is family, isn't it? So it's not... What would you call a process that you kind of like, uh, you know, I see you like family, you're like my brother. What, what, what kind of statement is that? Adopting would be the normal kind of phrase, but adopting has a legal reality behind it. It's, you, anyway, so the point is that Al is people coming into you from all, uh, being associated with you from every single possible way that you could do that. Whether family, whether ex, whether you, whether... Uh, 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 blessings Solange uh, you're right blessings and peace if you were translating it by literal but it's no problem saying it peace and blessings uh, and the reason why the point that Solange makes is important is because normally words have an order and the reason that the order is there is specific in this case though there's no evidence to suggest that peace and blessings is specific yani in its order but in its meaning it is under your trust or covenant? No, that's too. That's not, not the word I'm looking for. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The point is, is that followers can become your followers for many reasons. They love you. They're by blood. They're your family. They adopt. They're forced. Whatever it is. Okay? Um, but it doesn't mean only family. Because of the ayah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in a ghafir. And that, وَيَوْمَ تَقُومُ السَّعَةً And when that hour will be established, it will be said, enter uh, all you people of Fir'aun, the worst of punishments. Ala Fir'aun, not referring to his family. In fact, his family were sorted, mashaAllah, as you know. Right? The wife of Fir'aun is from the very, very best. So it's not talking, talking about the family, it's talking about his followers. Right? Um, and it's also said that وَقِيلَ آلَ النَّبِي صَلَّى اللَّهِ وسلم, قُرَابَتُهُ الْمُؤْمِنُونَ his family Muslims. Alright, because the Prophet ﷺ had Quraba family that were not Muslims, that were not Mu'mineen. So therefore we say that the Al of Muhammad is also possible to mean his Muslim family members, actual believing. Okay? وَالْقَائِلُ بِذَلِكَ خَصَّ الْقُرَابَةَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ فَخَرَجَ بِذَلِكَ سَائِرُ النَّاسِ 
وخرج بذلك كل من كان كافر من قرابته ولكن الصحيح الأول. So with this meaning obviously it means non-Muslims are kicked out, but it also means the believers are kicked out. Yeah. Sheikh Uthameen says that the correct position is the first one. It refers to all of the followers. Okay. So, ولكن الصحيح الأول وهو أن الآل هم الأتباع لكن لو قرن آل بغيره فقيل على محمد وآله وأتباعه صار المراد بالآل المؤمنين من قرابته This is important and I've mentioned this a number of times and you've got to get used to this point that a word mentioned in its absolute sense alone means one thing but if it's joined with another word then it would mean something else So when we say وعلى آل محمد then we mean all of the Muslims that follow Muhammad. However, if it was وَعَلَى Muhammad وَأَتْبَاعِهِ وَآلِهِ Upon Muhammad and his followers and his Al, Al now means his family, his actual family Muslims. You get my point? Yeah. So here, because of the introduction of a second word, we have now specified the meaning of the previous one. Does that make, make sense? And that is a basic principle which we're going to come to now again in an important uh, point. Okay, interesting now. Kamas, so, Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala ali Muhammad. Oh Allah, praise Muhammad in your choice audience and the followers of Muhammad. So we get a free ticket in that praise. The people who follow the Prophet don't just get respect, but they get respect of Allah and his praise in the very best of circles. I want you to reflect upon that every time you send salah upon the Prophet Sallallahu Like you have sent your blessings upon Ibrahim. Okay? Or upon the followers of Ibrahim, I should say. By the way, we're going to, just in case you're confused, just to get rid of the confusion, this is a version of the durood, of the version of the salawat. We all know this as durood sharif, Yes? And you all know that that's not the Durul Sharif that I know. I know Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala ali Muhammad kama salli ala Ibrahim wa ala ali Ibrahim. That's the one that you know. Innaka hamidun majid. Just so that you know, this is called Durul Sharif by the Pakistan. That's not an Arabic word. Okay. And it's known as Salawat al-Ibrahimiyya. The Abrahamic peace and blessings amongst the Arabs. Not the scholars. Okay, although sometimes by the scholars will use it because it's easier to understand for the masses. Yep. In actual real fact, you need to know that in terms of the salawat upon the Prophet ﷺ, there are at least 10 authentic versions. And you know how they differ? This is how they differ. Taqriban. From the ones that I know by, by heart. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala Ibrahim innaka hamidun majid. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala ali Muhammad kama salaita ala Ibrahim wa ala ali Ibrahim innaka hamidun majid Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala ali Muhammad kama salaita ala Ibrahim innaka hamidun majid Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala ali Muhammad kama salaita ala ali Ibrahim innaka hamidun majid like the one here Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala ali Muhammad wa azwajih kama salaita ala Ibrahim wa ala ali Ibrahim innaka hamidun majid the addition is and the wives of the prophet in addition to the followers Allahumma salli ala Muhammad kama sallaita ala Ibrahim wa barik ala Muhammad. No, innaka hamidun majid. In the first one. But then you end with innaka hamidun majid. 
اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وبارك على محمد as opposed to اللهم بارك another version would be وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم في العالمين إنك حميد مجيد just off the top of my memory I've given you eight versions or nine and there are another couple that I don't know Okay, so there's a lot of flexibility in this. And all of these, by the way, are the authentic, highly authentic ones. In terms of non-authentic or doubtful, 50 plus. But the only ones that we need to consider are the 10 that I just mentioned or the versions of them. Okay, with that in mind, we have an issue here. We need to work out what does this second phase mean and why is it there, right? Yani what, is, what does the ka represent? There's a letter here, it says it's ka. Kama salata. Ka. What's ka normally used for? What does ka mean? What do you guys know what ka means for? No? Most of the time, Arabic, ka. The like of, which means similar to. Like. That's what ka means. Yeah? You get what I'm saying? What are the examples of that? That's not a good example, no. What's a good example? Kama Halakonakum? No, no. 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 I can't think of a good example. كَالَّذِي مَرَّ عَلَى يَهِ يَهِ كَالَّذِي مَرَّ عَلَى يَهِ That's, an, that's what I, like the one who yani I just, just so what you, know, you need to know it means like Now when you use like, what comes before and what comes after? English I mean, grammar what, What's like in English? What's the word, what, what, what is it called? A comparator Are you happy with that? A comparator Okay then, so if ka is a comparator What's the word before and the word after? What's it called? Al-Mushabbah, in Arabic we call it Al-Mushabbabih. So what, what is it in English? Yani, I'll tell you in Pidgin English. Al-Mushabbah, the thing that you're, you're working with, and Al-Mushabbabihi, the thing you're comparing it to. So what do you call that in English? First would you understand my point? If I say, if I say Ronaldo Kel Messi, it means Ronaldo is like Messi. So Ronaldo is who I'm working with and Messi is the one I'm going to compare him to. So Ronaldo ka Messi. Yep. Nigerian ka Pakistani. White ka black. Yani, you're just comparing the two. Like. Ka like. Yeah. So the thing and the thing you're comparing it to. Is it subject and object? No, no. Definitely not. Compared to and compared with. If it was what, sorry? Correct, yeah. It's not a subject-object, yeah. She said if it was, if it was Ronaldo hit Messi or hit yeah, subject-object, yeah. 
it's not it's not subject object. There's got to be in English something of al mushabbah and al mushabbabi. If we say that, if we if we, I don't even know what the word is, right? But if ka, the just word or like word, is a comparator, then the first thing is the thing that you are comparing, and the thing you are comparing it with. That's what comes afterwards. Does that make sense? Comparison. When you say a comparison, is a comparison can be a thing? Can a comparison be a thing? You're saying it can be a thing. <laughs> comparison. I, 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 I'm just, I think I can recall some English somewhere where comparison is an actual thing. I mean, we don't use the word comparison. Like if you say give me a comparison, it means give me an example, right? Whatever. We don't think of it as a thing. But I think it can be a thing. I think it can be a thing. So it could be the comparison, yeah. But anyway, in Arabic, I just want you to know it's nice and easy. Al-Mushabbah. The thing you're working with to try and understand the example in ka the comparator and al mushabbah bih the thing that is being compared to is that clear right now um, those who have done fitna yeah those who have done fitna tafsir surah al imran you know that I spent some time on this. وَلَيْسَ ذَكَرُ كَلْ أُنْثَى وَلَيْسَ أَذَّكَرُ كَ الْأُنْثَى That's how it's broken down. Ka is there again. And it's not that the male is like the female. Which is translated as the male is not like the female. Yeah? Now the male is the what? The thing we're working with. And المُشَبَّبِهِ the thing you're comparing it to. So the male is being compared here to the female. Agreed? Are everybody following that? I know this is a bit yani, on top, but this is actually quite interesting. So first of all, why are we having this discussion? A reminder. Because Allah said, Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala al Muhammad kama salla ka ma sallayta ala Ibrahim. Oh Allah, send your peace and blessings upon Muhammad like you have done it to Ibrahim. We're trying to identify why did Allah use the word ka and what is its function. Because, first of all, if we are to in, indeed determine that ka means like, yeah, then by definition and by necessity, we have to apply the rules of this kind of structure. Now this structure in which ka is used is a structure in which the thing that you are comparing is compared to something which you are comparing it against. Agreed? Even though obviously we're struggling to find out what these words are. But everybody understands, right? I'm working with this. If I say, If I say that the male is not like the female, the male is the one that I'm trying to understand and I'm comparing it to the female. The female is what you compare it against. Is that clear? The rule, as I mentioned in fitna, is what? What's the rule underlying this, this structure? What's the grammatic rule? Who can remember from fitna? That the thing you are comparing to is always superior to that which you are comparing. If I say, like I said to you, like Ronaldo is not like Messi. Yeah? If I say Ronaldo is like Messi, even if I said like Messi, Forget about not. Not makes it much clearer. But let's just assume that, let's take the negative out. 
Ronaldo is like Messi. Messi is established, isn't it? You get my point? And Messi is by definition better because we're trying to get Ronaldo to his state. So we're comparing it. He's the benchmark, if you like. Does that make sense? Right? And it becomes even more clearer when you add the negative. Walaysa. Like yeah, Solange says, yeah, the mushabbah bihi is superior. So for example, if you are using the, the negative, that, you know, it's even more clear. In fact, if you say, and Ronaldo's not like Messi, then you've kind of made it clear that, you know, he's never going to get to the level or he's not reached that level. And if you say Ronaldo is like Messi, still, Yani Messi's better because he's been compared to him. So this, as Sheikh Uthameen says, uh, he goes, that this principle is called Anil Mushabbah Adna Min Al Mushabbah Bihi. The Mushabbah is lesser, inferior to that which is compared to. Are you happy now? It's taking a long way around, but you've got to get this. Now, if this ka is what we're saying it is, and therefore the principle is to be applied, what does it indicate? Did you get it now? You see the problem? The problem is that, that therefore that means that Ibrahim is bigger and better than Muhammad which is impossible. The Prophet is the greatest of the Prophets, the chosen of the Prophets, the seal of the Prophets. Ibrahim is his father, but he's not better than him. Is that clear? So we have a problem. We can't consider this... No, so we've got a problem. Either we now try to blag it, which is what people try to, try to do. Yeah, which is fair enough. I mean, as a blag, I mean, some, one, one person's cute explanation is another person's blag, right? So what did they say? So they said, no problem. This is our explanation that Muhammad Sallallahu has already been mentioned. So it's all right. You get it? Kamal Sallayta ala Ibrahim wa ala ala Ibrahim. He's amongst the al, the followers of Ibrahim. So he already got included in the first time round. So if he's already been included the first time round, he can't be any lesser the second time round. In actual fact, he becomes better because he was included first time round and then named second time round. Do you get it? They're saying, Yani, you get my point? Did you understand what I just said? The example I just said, yeah? Sure? Anybody confused by what I just said? So that's the explanation. The second explanation is better. Deeper, more academic, and stunning to be honest. They said the cat here is not Meaning, like. Ka is meaning because. Because. Yani the ka is lit-ta'leel as we call it. Yani that there's a reason. Not that it is like. Not like tashbih. Alright? So therefore the translation will change to send salams upon. Send salawat upon the Prophet because of what you have done for Ibrahim So now the reason has been given, not that they're being compared. As Sheikh Uthameen says that in this scenario, okay, كَمَا صَلَّيْتَ لِتَعَلِيمٍ مِنْ بَابَ التَّوَسُّ بِالْفُعْلَ السَّابِقِ لَا تَحْقِيقَ اللَّاحِقِ وَهُوَ قَوْلَ الْأَصَحَ الَّذِي لَا يَرَدِ عَلَيْهِ الْإِشْكَالِ Yani there is no problem now here from a theological point of view. It doesn't make Ibrahim any better, doesn't cause any problems. The only problem that we have is that is it possible for a ka to mean because. You can't just make it up. It's got to be doable. Does that make sense? It's got to be real. Can't be just fake. Do you understand my point? So we have to look for evidence. In the Arabic language, is it possible for the ka to mean because and not like? And the answer is yes, from both angles. First, Ibn Malik. Ibn Malik 
When you study Arabic, you will study something called the Alfiya of Ibn Malik, when you study grammar at the top level. The thousand line verse, the thousand versed lines, th what? Thousand. Line poetry. What? Thousand line yeah, thousand line poetry, but that sounds wrong as well. So, a thousand long poetry. That's a long poem. No, but this is a thousand because it's called the thousand. Alfiya means a thousand. Even Malik's poem was called thousand. But anyway, it was a thousand lines of poetry. And because of a thousand lines, he ingeniously called it the thousand. Yeah? So, this thousand, but by the way, you also need to know, as students of knowledge, that just like the Arba'een of Imam al-Nawawi is a famous number, it, number one, it doesn't mean Arba'een. That's why the Arba'een of Imam al-Nawawi are how many hadith? 42. And number two, it was considered the scholarly thing to gather 40 hadith odd in everything. So all the scholars had a general 40 collection. Yeah? I'll bust mine soon, Yani, as well. Yes, bro. Just so that, Yani, I'm in the... In the yeah, inshallah, of course, bro. Um... So that's the first thing. Second, a, a thousand is also a common way of expressing something in knowledge. So we have thousands, yani different thousands in hadith, thousands in poetry, thousands in grammar, thousands in nahu, thousands in x, y, and z. You hear what I'm saying? The alfiya of Ibn Malik is the most famous thousand. It's the most famous poem that has a thousand lines. And it's all about the detailed, detailed nuances of Arabic grammar but it's a, it's a basic text for proper students of knowledge and scholars. Okay? It's hard, by the way. It is hard. I'm just, just putting it out there that I struggled hardcore with that. Okay? Anyway, um, he says in one of the, the poems, Translated literally, compare things using the letter kaf, and also it is used to indicate because, and it indicates because, and also it can be used to emphasize a word if it is narrated as such. That's what it means as trans when it's translated literally, that line of poetry, okay? I.e. saying that there are three potential uses for the word kaf in the, grammar, in the grammatic language. This is a benchmark in grammatic language. If it is found in the, in the alfiya of Malik, then that means that that is, that is a way to use the word. Is that clear? But we have something stronger than that, and that is Allah's usage of it in the Quran. I think this is interesting. Check this out. Allah in Surah Al-Baqarah, He says, "Lala, give me a musaf." Allah in Surah Al-Baqarah in verse one hundred and fifty-one. Okay, He says. Keep these up because this is going to be late night then, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Pass that out. Yeah, by the time I open, I'll be dead. Nali, there you go. Right. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in verse 151. Okay, listen to this, yeah? In verse 150. No, no, sorry, 151. Ah, so 149 actually I want to read. Alright. وَمِنْ حَيْثُ خَرَجَتَ فَوَلِّي وَجْهَكَ شَطَرَ الْمَسْجِدِ الْحَرَامِ Yeah. وَحَيْثُ مَا كُنْتُمْ 
فولوا وجوهكم شطره لئلا يكون للناس عليكم حجة إلا الذين ظلموا منهم فلا تخشوهم واخشوني ولأتم نعمتي عليكم ولعلكم تحتدون كما أرسلنا فيكم رسولا منكم يتلو عليكم آياتنا Let's listen to the Adhan. If you've got the, the Quran there, then have a, uh, open and have a look. Yeah, put it up there. Yeah, good. Have a look at this, everybody. اللهم رب هذه الدعوة Right. So. One forty-nine, yeah. And from wheresoever you start forth. Can everybody see that, yeah? And so from wherever you are, turn your face in the direction of Masjid al-Haram. And wherever you are, turn your faces towards it. So that men may have no argument against you except those of them that are wrongdoers. So fear them not, but fear me. And so that I 
may complete my blessings on you and that you may be guided. Similarly, we have sent among you a messenger. Yeah. They've translated it as similarly. Just like we have sent a messenger upon you. In actual fact, this translation is the one that's done by uh, Dr. Muhsin. Yeah. Oh, you got some options. Yeah. Change it to, uh, no, you can't. Uh, the Riyabadi one. Yep. Have a look at that. So that I may accomplish my favor upon you and that ye may be remain that ye, that ye may, re, may remain guided even as we have sent. Even. What does that mean? What do you mean even as? You know how Abdul Halim translated it? He translated it. And so that I may perfect my favor upon you and that you may be guided just as we have sent upon you, amongst you a messenger of your own. Just. Just is closer to like or because. Like? Alright, so he's gone with the like. What about even? What his even? What's that trying to do? What do you think he means by even? If you were to read that, what, what would you understand by that? Emphasis. Yeah, even. It is emphasis, isn't it? But then what does it do to the meaning? A similar, yeah, so he's gone with like as well. Now read it like the Sheikh Uthameen wants to read it as. And so that I may complete my favor upon you and you may be guided and because we have sent amongst you a messenger of your own. No, sorry, not because. Because of that, sorry, not because. Because of that, we have sent a messenger of your own. Does that make sense? Because of that. Yani ker is reasoning. Yani when I say reason, it doesn't mean because. It means because of that. Yani for the reason of, for that reason, sorry, for that reason. For that reason. That's what, that's what ker should mean. For that reason. You know what I'm saying? No? You're not very impressed with that, isn't it? Yeah. yeah that's one example. And then he goes, In Surah Al-Baqarah, again, verse 198. If you look at the translation, okay, go and do that, 198. What's it say? Uh... Yeah, and وَذْكُرُوهُ And remember him as he has guided you. As. As is what? Like he has as. What's as? He's translated it as he has guided you. Yeah? Because. Yep. Yep. Well. Yep. Correct. It makes sense. And by the way, so this is another uh, 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 another point which we covered in Fitna, that if a word has two meanings that are not contradictory, then you apply both of them. Is that clear? If you have a word which does not have two contradictory meanings, then you apply both of them. We covered that in the usul of tafsir, right? 
in this ayah using just like we have sent a messenger to you. So that was a blessing as well, that way you can pray anywhere and you'll be just like that. We've sent another blessing to you and that's Muhammad and he's from you. So that works. Also, because of that, because of that, yani, because of the blessing that we've sent upon Ibrahim and the people and whatever, we've also sent yani, a messenger as well to you. These are two meanings that don't contradict each other. So therefore we can apply both of them. And Shaykh Uthameen actually mentions it as well. He goes that it's clear that you can use both, tashbih and ta'leel. However, we have a problem in the Salawat Ibrahimiyyah. If you use both of them, we get that problem that we said that it would make Ibrahim better than the Prophet So in that case, we don't use it for tashbih, we use it for the reasoning instead. Is that, is that, is that, is that, is that clearer? Yep, go on. Al-Asad ka ni'matillah. That's a different application of the word entirely. If you say ni'matullah ka al-Asad, ni'matullah is like an Asad, there's no doubt that the Asad is the benchmark. And I'm trying to aspire to that. If you say al-Asad ka ni'matillah, Right? It is so obvious that the lion is not like me. Yes, being used in its literal sense that, that uh, an animal, sorry, that the, it, it actually even then the blessing of Allah is bigger than Asad. If you say the Asad is like a blessing of Allah, it's indicating that the blessing of Allah as a concept is much bigger than the Asad itself and that it aspires to be a blessing of Allah. In general, the rule is, 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 is safe. That what you're comparing it to is always better. So conclusion is this. Conclusion. What's happening here? Sanan just smashed it or what? What is that? min Yeah, so, 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 so here in this ayah, وَاذْكُرُوهُ كَمَا هَدَاكُمْ وَإِن كُنْتُ مِنْ قَبْلِهِ لَمِنَ الضَّالِينَ Here, yani people would say, and remind, remember him like he has guided you. Okay? It doesn't work actually. And rem- remember him because he has guided you. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Remember him because of the, the fact that you've been guided. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So the point that, we, that, we're trying to, the point that we're trying to prove is simple. That the ka can be used to mean because of. And if you use it for because, it then solves the problem. That's basically what we're trying to say. So if we do, so just to finish this matter, if we translate it in this correct way, then what does the whole thing then mean? It basically means, this is what the translation will be. Oh Allah, send peace and blessings upon Muhammad because you... كَمَا أَنَّكَ سُبْحَانَكَ سَبَقَ الْفَضْلُ مِنْكَ عَلَىٰ آلِ إِبْرَاهِيمِ فَأَلْحِقِ الْفَضْلُ مِنْكَ عَلَىٰ مُحَمَّدْ وَآلِهِ وَهَذَا لَا يَلْزِمُ أَنْ يَكُونَ هُنَاكَ مُشَبَّهِ وَمُشَبَّهِ بِهِ Basically, Ya Allah, just like you have sent your grace and sent it upon the family of, upon the followers of Ibrahim, so likewise, because of that, send it now upon the Prophet and his followers 
And if you do that, you do not have um, a, a send it, uh, you don't have a construct where you're comparing two things. You're comparing the result, not the people. So because of the fact that you sent your fadl upon Ibrahim, because of the fact you did that, send it upon Muhammad as well. Not because Ibrahim is the one of recipient of praise. Yani there's a subtle difference. So why can't it be a simple comparator between two copies? So in English, the word like can mean comparable or similar. Yeah? It doesn't imply any superiority or inferiority. It does. In English, it does. No, it doesn't necessarily. If one thing can be similar to another, one thing can be similar to another if you if 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 you clarify that. Yeah, but I'm asking. So give an example. So in Arabic. No, no, in English. Give me an example of two things in English that make it clear that they're the same. Um, both Ibrahim and uh, Yusuf got similar, but he is Ibrahim is like Yusuf in in his ability. In you see all you, you see all the extras. First of all, you had to say both mm. to make it equal. Then you had to specify the thing and whatever. So, uh, say in English, okay. Ibrahim so, is like, if you say Ibrahim is like Muhammad. So in, in Mar- if you said Ibrahim is like Muhammad. Yeah. Okay, just as a statement. Yeah. Ibrahim is lesser than Muhammad. In English. So yeah, yeah. Equal ability. Like, like in maths, Ibrahim is like what? Now, what I'm saying is that you need a context. Need a context. That's my point. Left on its own, it could indicate that Muhammad is the benchmark. So my question here is in Arabic, does that construction not exist? Do you have to have superiority and inferiority? Well, I, I have to say that in the discussion about this maxim, this mm. principle, mm. there's a big argument that it doesn't always. And there have been examples that have been given. But the examples that have been given of it not working versus the examples of, it made, of being given of it working mean that the, the maxim is pretty much adopted completely. Because there's always an exception to the rule. So the, the concept that there's an exception to the rule does not mean that the rule doesn't apply. So the simpler translation that he's sending lessons upon just two prophets. Yep. They're similar in that sense. Does that not... No, it, it does, but we're talking about an issue of accuracy, isn't it? It's the Arabic language. The Arabic language does allow for the possibility, yani clearly, where when you're comparing two things, that the second thing is yani, something greater and bigger. And for that reason, it's kept. It's, yani, you know, the, 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 it's, for that, it's, the, it's the reason that the Arabic language has this example, why it even exists in the first place. If it didn't have this reality, then you're right. It would just be easier just to just assume it means like. I don't really think it's a major problem in the English. But in the Arabic, because when you say the word like and compare the two, when you're comparing two things, the thing that you compare something to is always better. Even actually when you think about it in English, like I said, if we want to make out, if you say that Ronaldo is not like Messi, or Ronaldo is like Messi, you're automatically suggesting that Messi is better. He's the... So, ke... No, uh, uh, that's, that's my point. If you didn't know two people and you mentioned one like the other, the, indi- the, the general basic understanding is that the second, yeah, the first one is aspiring to get to the second. You know what I'm saying? We can't answer and say nothing.
because it's time for salah. Jazakumullah khair. Subhanakallahumma bihamdika. Ashhadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfirukallahumma wa atubu ilaik. Next week's lesson will be from Medina, inshallah. Local folks, okay? Make sure that you realize it's not local. And uh, everybody online, please make sure you realize that it's from Medina. Jazakumullah khair.